welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, I'm going to be talking with Hal Sparks of the Hal Sparks Mega Worldwide Show. We love Hal Sparks. He is so optimistic, and boy, do I need a huge shot of his optimism today. But before we get into our conversation, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get two bonus What's Up episodes per week. Kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and talk about whatever is on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit Patreon dot com slash start me up now please enjoy my conversation with hal sparks welcome back to the show hal thanks <laughs> i i feel welcome uh but that's almost true all the time no matter where i am even if i'm not and that's i think a characteristic that's gotten me through a lot uh, how are you <laughs> i'm good and i'm glad you're on the show because i need optimism and god knows you are optimistic uh, That's true. <laughs> I have a specific brand, by the way. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's called Stoic Optimism. <laughs> it's it's something of my own concocting, okay. if that's a word. If I can verbalize, <laughs> if I can make a verb of yes. concoction, uh, if I'm concocting uh, it, on my own, um, <laughs> concocting. Concocting. Um, yes. It's a, none of it, it, That's another discussion for another time. Um, <laughs> but it's you know it's. It's the you know it is genuinely premised on the idea that I don't sweat anything outside of my immediate sphere of influence, mm -hmm. um, and my immediate sphere of influence is a lot of things. Yeah, it's, it's my awareness, my ability to comprehend and and read bills and and Durham reports and the like, <laughs> and also to comprehend them enough to pass them on to other people and to vote and do all the stuff that I do. So I have that, yeah. which is great. But if it's any further out of reach than that. It does like it, it. It might as well be an asteroid. I I right. can't concern myself with it. Yet I see a lot of my beloveds in the world <laughs> busying themselves with the movements of the asteroids, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I'm allowed to swear on the show, right? Yes, so, you um, are. Anyways, <laughs> swear yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so why? Yeah. Why? No. Why now in particular? Because things are fairly yeah. sweet. I gotta say. A lot, of, a lot of sweet stuff going on. There's a lot of sweet stuff, but there's a couple of things that are freaking me out. Um, the debt okay. ceiling the debt ceiling is freaking me out. Um, although I, I have this feeling, and we'll get, we're going to get to these individual things, but I have a feeling it's going to be okay. Um, mm -hmm. But I think what's really freaking me out is, okay, I, say, I had this question far below, but I'm hearing two different stories, right? I'm hearing stories sure. that the this is democracy's... Uh, or I should say, this is the white supremacist, this is the fascist, last gasp, and, uh, you know, basically we're, we're such a diverse nation and that's going to win out in the end. And then, of course, mm -hmm. there's, there's the Eeyores who predict everything is going to go to shit. And so sure, sure. I'm, I'm somewhere right now, because of just my mental state in the world, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and I, 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 I tend to lean toward optimism. But mm -hmm. but I also feel like I, what I'm seeing with the debt ceiling and what I'm seeing, like, for instance, did you happen to watch MSNBC Chris Hayes last night? I did not. OK, I'm just going to be really brief and we're going to talk about the debt ceiling and I want to ask you about this. So he did sure. this whole thing of how 
you know, Republicans uh, always spend, 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 spend. And then the Democrat yes. comes in and then they don't spend as much. And then and then it happened in 20. We're, we're in the same position we are. We were in 2012 when the de, when the Republicans sure. were going to hold us hostage off a cliff thing. So they're doing the same thing now. And the thing is, Obama gave into them with some of those cuts. And so they want to have a repeat where they want Biden to give in and, and they want to do cut spending. Yes. And so. The concern for me is that uh, Biden's going to give in a little too much. And if he does that, people are going to be hurting and then they're going to blame him because I know that the Republicans want to blame him no matter what. If the economy goes to shit, they're going to blame him. And if spent if they're spending cuts that hurt the American people, whether it's health care or whatever, they're going to blame him. So what do you think is going to happen? Here's here's the, the most likely scenario. Um, and and one of the reasons um, why I'm not concerned about it at all. Okay. Um, there is no there is no point where we uh, default based on what's effectively one fifth of our government, uh, half of the House. Oh, right. Uh, it's not going to happen. And there's a couple of reasons. One is is that uh, I don't know why, but people tend to forget how business friendly the Republicans <laughs> like to think they are, mm -hmm. even with all this, like suddenly anti-corporate stuff that allegedly Tucker Carlson allegedly believes <laughs> allegedly all of a sudden as he transfers into the the dweeb Alex Jones which is yes. the next his, you know career yeah. arc for him um all of them know that beyond just the the full faith and credit of the United States being in hand the entire stock market and everything mm. about it teeters on the brink um as well in all this mm -hmm. businesses who have just barely gotten a toehold um in in terms of post-covid we're just now starting to crawl out of this stuff mm -hmm. um somehow uh they're gonna let the republicans who they've semi-backed they're not even fully committed remember the republicans have, do not have a lock on quote-unquote corporate america the way they used to mm -hmm. society as a whole has had an impact um and i would call there's sort of what i would call the you know Glenn Beck fears the ESG and the WEF and any number of other three-letter uh, <laughs> externalities that he worries about. But in reality, um, I would call it the Starbucksing of America, and yeah. that there is a push by at least you know for most of these corporations to at least you know greenface themselves a little bit and not you know be complete you know look like they're on the cover of a warrant record. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right, uh, yeah. so. They're not the same group of people. This is not your great grandfather's, um, yeah. you know, business oligarchs. So a lot of them uh, will lose employees. They've just got managed to get their employees back, mm -hmm. and the the idea that they would suddenly lose a ton of business and all this—it's just absurd. It's an absurdity. The the timing of this is dumb. The Republicans are getting a lot of pushback on their own side about mm -hmm. this. So I'm less concerned about it than than the one reliable thing about the debt ceiling that everybody forgets about, which is buying the dip. There is an entire class of human beings. Uh, most of them have a little bit of cocaine under their nose. Uh, you know, they, they have those tapered slacks in their suit that make it look like high waters because that's the fashion these days. And they all watch, uh, you know, it's. They have like four monitors up with 20 different stocks that they own for about 30 seconds a day. And then they got Wolf of Wall Street soundtrack playing in their head all the time. And that group knows that every time the debt ceiling comes up, there is a potential for a buy the debt. Mm -hmm. That 
we we act like idiots for two days, settle on something, even if it's something major like the sequester, which it's not going to be this time because they do not have the same leverage that they had under Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, they simply don't. And they've got a, such a narrow margin that like there is so much room for the 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 general populace to blame the Republicans for this it's it's been the equation has been very different in the past but this time around it's pretty obvious who is doing this stupid brinksmanship yeah. especially post-covid we're you know they there's a bunch of people in the economic world who like to pretend that covid never happened and it shouldn't factor into your opinions or your your economic view i mean and it's it's across the political spectrum mm-hmm. it's like from like uh from larry cutlow to richard wolf there is a Everybody in that crowd is ate up with the dumbass right now, as my sad dad would say <laughs> in Kentucky. Um, think it, it's sort of erasing COVID from everyone's head. That what happened economically. Yeah. That this is somehow that the that even the Republicans are counting on the American people to think this is just what Democrats do. Even though Trump added a third of our yeah. national debt, they want to pretend COVID never happened and that money was never spent. And it's because. Democrats want a Green New Deal, and that's what we're shutting down. So that's what they're trying to sell. It's not flying anywhere because you have to remember one of the biggest electric car battery companies <laughs> is in Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. <laughs> yeah, It's brand new, wow. and it's responsible for just under 1,000 jobs in her pissant little district. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is? To, I mean, it's one of the reasons – it's probably the main reason why she's been bitching a lot lately about not wanting to be in politics anymore is mm. because her district is going to be like the greenest, most electric <laughs> and, and they're going to hate her. They're going to yeah. – like, why are you trying to kill all the jobs here just as they're taking off? So I personally am – you know, I'm not concerned about this except for that two-day um, brinksmanship mm-hmm. where a bunch of day traders all decide, you know what? Let's, uh, you know, let's let's push for this. And then when it happens, go crazy on, you know, CNBC or on (laughs) Market Watch and all these things so that they undo it in a panic. But while everybody's flipping out, we'll buy stuff at a at a premium. The problem is that's been that's been habitually what's happened. The problem is the meme stalkers. There is a new player in town. There is a new economic player that the that the Republicans and the Democrats in many ways have not really been able to wrap their head around. And that's your Robin Hood, young person stock trading where they're – I may not be able to buy a house, which was the panic everybody talks about for this generation. Mm-hmm. But I might be able to buy a shit ton of ground floor tech stocks that grow into something. Hmm. And there's a lot of that. And the meme stocks are there – you know, because they're you know they they're doing their reading and they they're picking their favorites, but there's a lot of there's a lot of truth to what they're saying, and they the retail investors in the in the stock market are now all they're nearly to parity with institutional investors, meaning big legacy investors like pension funds and shit like that, and the frigging Saudis who for a long time had a trillion dollars in our stock market back when a trillion dollars was a lot. And they could threaten us anytime they wanted to, mm-hmm. to pull that trillion dollars out. Well, now 
what they're discovering and what the rest of the world is discovering and why we're decoupling from China and why we're in many ways decoupling from the Saudis is because that trillion dollars can be made up in smaller increments across a large swath of these meme traders in the West, most of them being in the United States, a lot of them being in Canada and the UK as well. But it's an economic force that no one is recognizing, mm-hmm. and wow. they don't know how to handle it. Hmm. And they're going to piss – and they're young voters, many of them you know, relatively centrist. Some of, even, some of them, I would argue, are even right of center. Mm-hmm. They're uh, not quite Ben Shapiro's you know, in the yeah. world, but they, they click on you know, 60-40 his videos versus others, right? Yeah. But they're, this will impact them, and they will think – these people are idiots and I'm smarter than they are. And that's exactly what you don't want when you're a Republican. (laughs) Wow. I need to find all of the things that I'm afraid of and make a list and then talk to you about them. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, I gotta tell you like this, people don't even, you know, first of all, you have to have a certain recognition Mm -hmm. that there's a reality we are dealing with that doesn't get better on its own. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it just is, it's humanity against the universe. Mm-hmm. We are on this blue rock and we are spinning around that sun. And, uh, you know, and I'm, and by the way, I'm, I'm soundly in the heliocentric camp. I might've been on the fence before, but I, I actually do believe the earth revolves around the sun. And I know it's controversial <laughs> these days, but I'm sticking to it. But, um, that there are a lot of variables. Yeah. And there are too, there are too many variables a lot of times for a, for the oversimplified solutions to actually work. Now, before we knew all this stuff, it was pretty easy to trick people into thinking I've got all the answers Mm -hmm. for centuries. Now, and you know, as we crest from the information age into the AI age, into the, everybody's got a digital co-pilot, that phone you're carrying around, that's Mm -hmm. basically got the uh, the library of Alexandria in it. can now have a conversation with you or in some cases you can you know it'll eventually just read your thoughts and go oh you're trying to remember this (laughs) it was barbara eden was in (laughs) my dream of genie you know it'll do that ahead of time yeah um we're we're cresting into that zone and none of these folks have answers for that kind of stuff and it runs at its own pace yeah and people are just running to try and catch up they are just (laughs) out over their skis and they have no idea and they and and again all of those details all of that information that's flooding into us all the time eliminates the illusion that there's a simple like those are the bad guys mm-hmm. this is the wrong thing this is the only plan that will work and that makes politics very murky and mm-hmm. and a lot more work but it's a good thing because com- life has always been this complex. Mm-hmm. There's just been uh, you know, periods of times where you could Jim Jones your way through it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have to take a quick break, but we will be back after this message. Hey, this is Kimberly. If you're not already my patron, just visit patreon.com slash start me up. You can take a look at all the tiers and decide how you want to support the show. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With a zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available reclining lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Okay, we're back. So here's my next fear. So let's, uh, and I I have a feeling you're going to be able to talk me down pretty well. 
But yeah. uh, I'm sure you've heard about the no label ticket with Joe Manchin. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. Okay. I well, here's the thing that scares me, and it's the thing that would mm-hmm. scare anybody: the third party votes t- being taken away from Biden. So, so you mm-hmm. don't think he's going to actually run for president? Manchin? Yeah. No. Not it, uh, only is a he would only do it as a Democrat. Now that's not he's not doing that this time around. Right. It's okay. just dumb. He would just be burning half of his crowd. The other you have to understand he might have some you know Republicans that court his vote, uh-huh. but the fact that he's a, a he's a, a big D Democrat and he's been around for a long time with that label, they don't trust people that jump parties enough to run him for president. Um, nobody does. No one does. Republicans or Democrats. Look at Joe Lieberman. There, that uh, you know, you could argue that that was this. That was what cost Al Gore mm-hmm. the election. Mm-hmm. Was this idea that you could just drag somebody in? Look at Bernie to some degree. Bernie has nationwide a thirty-six percent ceiling, mm-hmm. and in many ways, he's not unlike Trump in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a. 15 percent or you know 20 percent of his folks and and arguably the same is as true of the the regular republicans that voted for trump that will join the middle and vote for somebody who's sensible you know regardless they'll flop around and call themselves independents when they're you know embarrassed to the fact that they voted for george bush twice yeah <laughs> so uh, they uh, this idea that he's going to drop the d on his name run as an independent on a no labels party in the middle of this stuff and give you know you know, Trump, this kind of like uh, slingshot round the sun interstellar, you know, the Martian lift mm-hmm. is absurd. It's absurd. It'll make a lot of noise, but they're not going to be on the ballot in every state. They're like, it's, it's just going to gunk things up and it won't gunk things up for Biden at, any more than it'll gunk things up for Trump. Hmm. Because that's the other thing. There are more people like there's there's disenfranchised people about Biden because mm-hmm. they're stupid, yeah. but they're um, and I mean that genuinely and yes. without reservation. I know, but there are people there are people who are gunked up about Trump that are looking for a frigging off ramp, and right. if their own party won't give them one, they might go there. Yeah, as, that's a good because point. that keeps them from because they can pretend they were sensible that they can they can sell this whole I'm an independent horseshit that they always you know trawl out whenever they're. You know, their president drags us into a 20 year war. Okay, and our but presidents, what? Te- you know, spend a decade trying to get us out and then succeed. Um, so, no, I'm not worried about those folks. And I think ultimately they would steal more votes from what would be moderate Republicans than they would from Democrats. Because think of the think of the root of the Republican Party or I mean, the Democratic Party that would that's never going to go. The AOC crowd is never Gonna, like, as mad as they of are course. at Biden, you think they're ever going to go for Mansion? Yeah, but here's me? here's then, here's yeah. the fear though is that it because a whole bunch of moderate Republicans did vote for Joe Biden the last time, and so this could peel away those votes from him. Yes or no? It, it, right, but they aren't going to go to Trump, and we're going to be you know if we had a three way okay, situation, right, that's Biden true, that's still true. wins. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see that. All right, I mean it's still scaring me a little bit, but yeah. I think I, nah. I do kind of uh, this this I mean this noise happens every I know it does six I know ten it years does. and I'll, you know it's again nobody knows what the landscape is going to look like in five years at this point they're all uh, 
you know, a friggin' panic about the, the impact that AI is going to have, the decoupling and the end of what's effectively the end of Bretton Woods mm-hmm. and our, you know, our, our focus largely on being a, an isolated country for a while um, in terms of our industrial needs, which is going to increase. That's all there mm-hmm, is because there's mm-hmm. one thing that none of these folks factor in, and that is, is that in every case, in every situation ever in the history of ever, technology of any sort is deflationary. It gets faster yes. and better mm-hmm. as it gets cheaper and smaller in some cases. Although I think there's a return on investment there because I don't need a phone that falls out of my eye like a contact lens. <laughs> but it's still, um, there is a limit. <laughs> so I, I it, the the reality is is that we are heading into. The, the, sort of the the promised future that everybody's been joking about to, you know where's the flying cars <laughs> right. kind of thing a lot of that stuff is actually right around the corner wow i wouldn't say flying cars because people right. are still bad at driving them on the ground <laughs> so i don't want them above me <laughs> no shit <laughs> <laughs> right i don't have to look up for idiots now um <laughs> but again the mansion thing doesn't happen because of that very thing like the republicans aren't going to trust them if it if it takes anything it would be people who think that trump's a criminal and and desantis is going to destroy business yeah. right he's a business friendly guy you still end up with a 40 60 presidency where uh biden gets you know 40 percent of the vote and you know the rest of it's divided up yeah. uh, at the worst but I, that's that's all things working perfectly on their end right and i just uh, honest to god i just don't see it structurally and I mean, it sounds it, these days it's it's a little bit like AMC meme stock. Mm-hmm. It's very close to that. Like everybody goes, this is gonna change every aspect of the internet. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a an on ramp for some people into politics. Yeah. And then you know, and one you know, they always go, well, what if the youth vote goes for it? Like, yeah, yeah, Joe, Joe no, Manchin. He's not gonna get the gonna youth bring, vote. He's gonna reel in. He's gonna reel in the youth vote. Him and Andrew Yang together are a dream team of just like, um, you know, how about a hillbilly and a dweeb um, fighting over a steering wheel? Like that's I don't know anybody who's like that's the ticket. That's the um, ticket. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't see that happening. No either. one. No, no one. No one. Please. Oh and then God. what's their follow up? Tucker, get out of here. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, again, everybody else except Mansion that they float. They can't get a single Democratic vote. And if they try to do it with Bernie, good Lord. Lord, What would happen is that it would be the end of that entire movement, and Mm -hmm. they know it. It would be uh, the only political party in history that's gotten 8% of the vote. (laughs) The Democratic Party is the the oldest uh, political party on the planet. Hmm. The Republicans are, are, I think, the third oldest. Hmm. Um, you know, and that. that's, you know, and obviously one of the things about the Democrats is that it switched hands. Yes. You know, we got with the Dixiecrats switched over and this is always news to Dinesh D'Souza, but the, <laughs> the reality is, you know, these folks, you know, they, they were like, you know, there was just a, 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 it was like a bag of sand to the golden idol, depending on your opinion of which side switching to which, but in terms of the Republican party, you know, they're relatively new as a, as an off-ramp, this is exactly, you know, the, this is the anti, you know, the, the abolitionist movement versus the slavery movement, mm-hmm. it, you know, trying to weasel their way back into politics and becoming the Republican Party. 
Wow. Have um, you been? Because, oh, yeah. go ahead. So I'm sorry. You finish. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying that 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 ultimately is is the root of the modern Republican Party, whether they admit to it or not. And they can they can go, well, we're not pro-slavery, but indentured servitude yeah, on the right. other hand. You know, like, <laughs> exactly. Maybe there's something to fiefdom. Can we just try fiefdom and serfdom? You know, <laughs> no, you can't. And you're not going to do it again, and it's not going to happen, and that's why you're failing, and that's why none of what you do flies. Ugh, none it's of so it. frustrating. Not any of it. Well, and they they know it. Yeah, I know they know it, and and it's obvious in their in their behavior. But what's what I wanted to say was Bob and I are watching um, White House uh, plumbers, and are you do you happen yes. are you watching that? Do you know anything about it? The, yeah, the documentary about those guys. Uh, yeah. It's a movie. The, it's the a movie. Yeah, it's a series. The, the, yeah. Um, I mean the uh, about Watergate. Nixon's yeah. Dudes. Yeah. And right. I gotta say, I gotta, you know, I wasn't that interested in it, and I mm-hmm. did enjoy very much Gaslit. I don't know if you saw that last year, um, but the guy who mm-hmm. played Liddy was so fucking great, and I just thought I, I can't even like know other Liddy. And now I gotta say, Justin Theroux is Liddy. <laughs> he is unbelievable. That's a, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's a compliment, but I understand what you're saying. He actually, he it, it's like, I swear to God, it's like he's channeling him. It's so yeah. unbelievably well done. But what I am what I get from this is the Republican Party really hasn't changed. But the, one of the, the, the best things about this, other than the entertainment value, because it is entertaining, is that it right. is it just goes to show you that Republicans have never changed the language that they use. And then, of course, they're... Um, yeah, they 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 just they're so stupid. <laughs> it's like well, it's it's they're it's, bumbling you know, uh, again. Most of their most of their um, and this is why they get frustrated a lot of times, or why they had to load the court in the first place to overturn stuff that they didn't like, because most of their legislation is written with crayons and hammers, <laughs> yes. and and they don't think stuff through yeah. because there's a there's a tremendous amount of ego involved mm-hmm. in what they're doing which uh you know and i happen to think that america in general in the world right now and this might be you know an affect of social media it just might be an awareness of the human condition that's kind of coming more to light has an ego problem yeah a, a, you know both on in you know in the pro and the negative side in the case of like trump i think people think he th- he's got an enormous ego i think yeah. the exact opposite is true i think he's pathetically deluded um on a bunch of cases but one area where he isn't is that he knows he's a piece of garbage and he's not attractive and it's one of the reasons why he's a misogynist because he's disgusted by any woman who would find something so disgusting attractive (laughs) um and so they must be after me from my money therefore all women are whores all therefore all women must be treated as such like it makes total sense like Mm -hmm. there's a direct through line in this dumbbell but the the republican party themselves you know there's this you know the the problem is the tug and pull that they operate in which is this states rights versus federal oversight mm-hmm. situation as for a long time you know and I, I i know what you're talking about and that they've had this kind of story about you know ever since friggin the fall of slavery yeah um, this idea that, well, you know, just leave the states alone. Don't make us, don't bus us. Don't make us hang out together. Mm-hmm. You know, soft segregation is our way and blah, blah, blah. And just stop bugging us about it. We'll get there eventually, but on our own timetable, even though they never intend to, right. blah, blah, blah. The, the, the problem they have is that, well, it's twofold. One is they need the federal government solutions for every one of their problems because yes, every do. red state yeah. is on the tit, like, uh-huh. you know, you know way more than they give Mm -hmm. and then 
the other aspect of it is that when they get in power, all the stuff about nanny state control and the big brother and all the stuff they supposedly decry is immediately where they go. I mean, mm -hmm. there's never been a more micromanaging, uh, like, federal control advocate than Ron DeSantis. Yeah. It is – now, Trump was the same thing, but he he kind of viewed it as a mafia state. He saw himself right. as like a yeah. as a doughy inbred monarch, <laughs> which I can see how he would think that. Um, but in his own mind, he's like, that's how things do and should work. Um, but in DeSantis's case, he's a he's a bureaucrat in that regard. He is mm -hmm. he you know, he's a, he believes and focuses on elected office because it's his it's the root of his ego. But he also believes that that gives you way more power than it should. And the irony is, is that they have talked themselves. I saw this clip with him on Dinesh D'Souza's. I did it on my show yesterday. And I was just stunned by like the, the kind of ignorant lack of self-reflection mm -hmm. that he was talking about because they talk about how like the federal government's trying to tell us how to live and how to pray and how to be ourselves above blah, blah, blah. And like, it, it, even Dinesh D'Souza made this reference to the Taliban. There was a video that some guy from the Taliban smashing musical instruments because they're sinful or something. And I'm like, you're talking to a book burner, dum dum. Exactly. Like, yeah. They this idea, they have definitely, on the one hand, recognized that, and I don't think they found a way to language it, so they just have to BS their way through. <laughs> I found that there's a, you know we have in the United States well, what I would call manageable freedom. Mm -hmm. You have freedom within boundaries that protect everybody else around you. Mm -hmm. That's not absolute freedom, right? You know, and I I've often said like the AR-15 is to the Second Amendment what child porn is to the first. Mm -hmm. right, um, yeah. that, sure, there are some people that argue it should be legal, but I would say morally they're on the same level. They you know this is not something I welcome in in polite society yeah. that's trying to function the rest of us are trying to get on with our day so i you know he there's no way he by the way he if he gets the nomination half of trump supporters are going to eat him alive <laughs> did, did you did you hear though he's anyone, gonna he's gonna yeah. announce on twitter tomorrow night in a conversation with elon musk that's where he's gonna announce his uh 2024 candidacy I'm sorry, I was yawning and I didn't hear half of that. Um, I uh, yeah, it's it, it's over before it began, and and the thing is, he would be if Trump wasn't such an idiot and a pig, he would be a, a VP that would make people feel like that's a ticket again mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the Republican side. Yeah, but there's so much bad blood, and Trump is so immature as a human being. He will never bury that hatchet right. and allow DeSantis to be his VP because he'll know this. Every time he stands up too fast and has a mild heart palpitation <laughs> because he, you know, everything he eats has a wrapper on it. Um, it he's going to look over at DeSantis, who's going to just like oddly lick his chops or glance, give him a side eye every time he, yeah. his knee buckles a little and all the things that come with age. And it, there's no way he lets that happen. No. Are you kidding me? Like there, you literally have people like Carrie Lake floating that, that Trump <laughs> shouldn't even need a VP because he's enough man for whatever. Oh like, my God. Dude, <laughs> yeah. So gross. Yeah. 
Right. There was no <laughs> assistant king either. We have a <laughs> we have a functioning form of government, dummy. Um, so again, like they have spent so much time, and this is why I fight you know, on our side the the ratcheting up language all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And why, you know, if I'm criticizing, I always say that if I'm criticizing someone, that is me humanizing you. Mm-hmm. The minute I stop criticizing you, or the minute I'm afraid to criticize you, that's when I think you're an animal or you're incapable of understanding. Yeah. So anybody who, you know, says, you know, how dare you push back on any number of topics, I would say if I wasn't pushing back, it would, the only reason is because I feel like I'm talking to a rock right. or a pet or a, <laughs> a tree. It doesn't. You have value as a human being. There is room for us to disagree. That's how democracy works. Mm-hmm. And nobody fucking fights for anything. This aggravates me too. Like I see this on TYT and all this shit. All that. We're gonna fight. We need somebody who fights. No, we don't. Because we have a. De- we literally, democracy was formed so we wouldn't have to fight over this shit. So mm-hmm. we literally, like, I mean, keep working at it. Sure. Right, yeah. But it's a marathon, not a boxing match. Right. And the idea that you're going to go in there and fight at all and accomplish anything is absurd. And the other thing, of course, that I realized yesterday is that um, I've never seen a fight in my life where both fighters touched gloves, went to their corner, sat down at a desk and started doing working their way through amendments. <laughs> it's it's a, such a weak, idiotic, yeah. childish like bullshit macho way of talking mm-hmm. about politics that I've just had it. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where, like I'm I'm not even like loosely tolerating it anymore. And ever <laughs> anybody who sa- even says it, I immediately laugh now because <laughs> I'm just like you're you're a silly person. You're big. You're a goose, and you're silly, and therefore you are a silly goose. This is just <laughs> you are not fighting anybody stupid. You are standing at a podium for eight minutes or five minutes or whatever, offering your amendment. Other people vote on it based on whether or not you are convincing, mm-hmm. not how many times you can punch them punch, in the face. Right, yeah. And and then they, if, you, if you've been successful, they agree with you. It's like, yeah. it, it could, I mean, there could be no dumber analogy than, than a fighter. Like, it's so... Martin Sheen in Dead Zone. It yeah. just drives me nuts. Yeah, I, I I remember a friend of mine just saying, I, "I'm sick and tired of talking about fighting, just because it's it, it puts this such a negative, angry, violent kind of um, definition on uh, what we're doing." Yeah, I have. So. I was someone for the record. I love fighting. <laughs> I have three black belts for a reason. I enjoy fighting. Yeah, I I'm. I'm happy to be the guy around when when fighting occurs and there's a there's a clear reason somebody needs to get dusted off. I'm cool with that. I really am. Much more so than many of the people around me. Mm-hmm. But this ain't that. That's not, yeah. As in like ask anybody who's actually been in a fight, yeah. fighting in a physical sense, fighting in a war, right. fighting for their life mm-hmm. when they've been in a car accident. And then put that up to you did you did what now you got you you got elected by a mild plurality of the voters in your area and you you gave some speeches that's where they, that's what you did and then you, what you filed some papers ouch that's cool did you get a paper cut in that process how you cut me Mick with what the folder I mean it's just dumb it's dumb stop it stop saying we want fighters I don't want fighters I I, I want 
conversationalist, quite frankly, yeah, but I right. want people who have the power of argument, certainly. Yeah, that like can, deba- you know, good debaters. We, yeah. You know, who can, who understands the issue soundly enough to convince people who right. are not convinced. That is, that's the purpose of democracy. Yeah. You're never going to punch Medicare for all into existence, <laughs> and you're never going to punch the support for gay marriage out right. of the left. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it is, it's, it's childish yeah. and gross. You're absolutely right, and it's true. We do. It's just all about being convinced. So, okay, now I'm going to move to the last question, which is almost the last question because I think I might have one more after this. But um, so you heard the news. Don't get me wrong. I think you will. I think. I think you should. Quite frankly, I I don't blame you. Um, You heard the news yesterday about fucking idiot Donald Trump Corcoran uh, taking those notes, and that he knew that keeping those documents was illegal, and then I guess special. Counsel Jack Smith subpoenaed the Trump organizations for documents related to uh, real estate deals in China, France, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, more. Okay, so yesterday, George Conway, Neil Katyal, and Ty Cobb all said Trump is going to jail. So I thought that was Uh interesting. Now, I mean, I'm going to take jail with a grain of salt, and I think I talked to you about this before. But aside from, okay, let's let's get to the jail in a minute, but let's get to conviction. Mm -hmm. Do you think do you think that Jack Smith, because it looks like he's ready to indict very soon um and we we're going to assume that he is not fucking around and he's serious so and and he's he's not going to bring up any kind of charges that he doesn't think he can win so with all that said do you think he's going to be convicted and if he's convicted let's talk about the jail situation the possibility yeah i i i absolutely think the um the evidence is against him um in in any sane version of earth 312 or 416 i forget which one we're, we are in the marvel universe right now um but in any sane world uh he absolutely would be convicted on much of the known details right now as a yeah. matter of fact the majority of trump's effort around this is him trying to dirty up the uh the jury pool so he can mm-hmm. claim it on appeal and multiple appeals and appeals upon appeals as an old man who can't go to jail while he's awaiting appeal. He's got to wait to know we want to file a writ because he needs to go to the hospital. Um, uh, Weinstein Walker style, you know, suddenly Bill Cosby's blind and then suddenly he's not (laughs) once he gets out of jail, that kind of shit, which uh, would not surprise me. Yeah. Um, He's trying to dirty that up. So there was no way I got a fair trial because everybody had already been convinced of this. Yeah. Like, well, obviously, maybe that's because you're not convincing, but whatever. <laughs> right. The point is he wants everybody to know conflicting details all over the place about this thing. He tried he, – I mean he did that in New York for years. That, mm-hmm. that was his way of doing it too. You get, get the story in page six and all these other things. You know, Your Honor, we can't get a fair trial in New York, and you can't move it anywhere else, so we want it dismissed. And like, okay, all right, well, don't do it again. Like he tried that for years. The problem is this is on a much, much bigger scale. Yeah. And it's the one area where you've seen de- Republicans walk away from Trump the most. Hmm. The handling of classified documents mm-hmm. and the fact that he did it so flippantly and that he's so sort of it, it isn't even the criminality of it where a lot of them are like, who's he going to show it to? Or, you know, mm-hmm. um, but their their concern is, oh, my God, he's dumb. he has no idea what he's doing with these things we can't let him anywhere near this again now whether he should go to jail over it is another thing Mm -hmm. the irony is i mean obviously after fucking seven years of lock her up if he goes to jail it'll just be so friggin' sweet even if it's 30 days and then house arrest the majority the reality is is at his age Mm -hmm. and considering the crime itself 
and we're not going to execute the dude as much mm -hmm. as he wants to make everybody think that's the priority. Right. Um, uh, by any means, I, I, my guess is that he would be under house arrest with limited whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they would, you know, try that for a while and then he would fuck it up. Right. Um, and then end up go doing, you know, a year and a half. That's the, that's the <laughs> most I see in this regard. Interesting. Um, so insofar as the, the stuff that Jack Smith has, it gets worse all the time. I mm -hmm. went through, um, I'm trying to, I'm blitzing on the guy's name right now, but there was a guy who was an unofficial advisor to the, uh, Trump campaign who met with Kushner and Don Jr. and, and him and uh, one of MBS's like lieutenant princes mm -hmm. at Trump Tower in 2015, 2016, whenever it was. And this dude got busted for child porn because of the Mueller investigation. They mm -hmm. got a FISA warrant for his phone. On his phone, they found like 10,000 images. Oh my God. And it turns out this guy is going to jail because he kept an 11-year-old boy prisoner in his home and assaulted him for years. Oh my God. And the, the, the boy's mother, he was from the Czech Republic. He flew the boy and his mother to America, took away their passports, and held them as basically slaves in his house. Like, just one of the most deplorable, disgusting human beings I have ever read about. Mm -hmm. Like, it is, it, I'm, you know, I watch a lot of true crime, as do you, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm seldom shocked these days, right? Right. But that was horrible. Okay. That guy was engaged in that behavior, and they were aware of it, much like Epstein. Mm -hmm well before they had this meeting with him wow. but they shrugged it off yeah because this guy's got the connection and we're going to try and stiff arm cutter that's why they brought him in they're going to try and undermine our relationship with cutter our you know one of our better allies in the middle east and the, the like the fact that that you know with the Mueller report and they're like nothing happened no collusion blah 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 but <laughs> and we all go eight and ten people went to jail on this they would all been in jail still if he hadn't pardoned his friends and yada yada this guy got sort of – it took longer because of the awfulness of his crimes. He just went to jail or whatever. That's one of the guys that got caught by the Mueller report. That's one of the guys. It, compare that to the Durham report, right? which is a – I mean it, he might as well have farted in a bag and popped it <laughs> because it was it, – and they are, they are trying so hard to, to milk this bull and make a smoothie, yeah. and they have n no idea. Like they're – you know – you know, they, they could take a couple of headlines that Fox teed up for Trump. But overall, the Durham report didn't recommend any indictments, just just said it was more of a procedural disagreement mm -hmm. he would have had with the FBI the other way around because he can't argue with the results. On the other hand, Jack Smith, he's not even looking that hard in his findings. <laughs> right, yeah. There's such a stack of stuff there. And and interestingly enough, it's kind of like the Zelensky call. After the Mueller report came out, one of the reasons why Trump like walked into the rake of second <laughs> impeachment, withholding those um, uh, the the missiles and stuff from Zelensky, the the um, the javelins. One of the reasons why that happened was because he thought I'm through. That's it. They can't come after me a second time. It's like double jeopardy. I can be a piece of shit the rest of my presidency. I'm just going to skate through this stuff. And he just crimed right again. He literally yeah. set up a thing where Rudy's going to fly over to Ukraine. Rudy will tell you the real deal, and I'll do the wink-nod conversation. It's why he says it was a perfect phone call. It's why he always says that. Yeah. The reason is is because he said the crimey parts without sounding crimey. <laughs> he was like, I, that was why it was perfect. I didn't yeah. say any of the stuff that Rudy's going to say. Right. But he yeah. was so mad. 
That's why, and he just hammers it all the time. Well, the same thing is true of the Georgia phone call order. Okay, so the Georgia one and New York and E. Jean Carroll to some degree. Discussing Republicans who hate women and are just generally shitty or like business so much that they're willing to look the way on everything are fine with all of those things. And Trump has an out with the Georgia case um, where he can say, I actually thought I'd been defrauded. I wasn't asking. Uh, now, he does. I don't think it's legally he's got a leg to stand on because you still circumvented the the legal measures. You still tried to go around the, your your available options, mm-hmm. try to go you know cut line essentially um, and steal the election back, even if you believed it, you know. Um, and, it, and, you know, the analogy I always give is like, Your, Your Honor, I, at the time, I thought she was cheating on me when I shot her, <laughs> you know, and I, obviously she's not now. But I did it thinking that she had done this, Your Honor. You know, yeah. um, this is this is the kind of world he's in. And but they don't care about those things. They they think, you know, there's enough murkiness where they can even lie to themselves about it. But the Jack Smith stuff and the details in that, that if that becomes a trial, and you have night after night, either, and I think there have to be cameras in the courtroom. You're talking yeah. about OJ. Oh my God, for I the know, yeah. 2020s. Jesus Christ. Like, that is the, uh, that uh, that's the nightly viewing for all of us for <laughs> yes. six fucking months. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Oh, I, I, I hope so. I sure hope so, because I think we deserve that. You know, it would be I mean, uh, yeah. I, I would certainly well, hope that it wouldn't be used. Against it'll also, us. That's what will drive away his last remaining valid supporters. There's mm-hmm. some Q people that will never leave him. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They think, right. they think yeah. the sun shines out of his ass and gives him an orange tan. That's yeah. whatever. <laughs> but the but there are you know, there's still some people that are hangers on yeah. and think he was, you know, well, it's not that big a deal or they're making mm-hmm. a mountain out of a molehill and. And this is kind of they're taking normal stuff and turning it into awful stuff, you know, kind of like what they're doing with the Hunter Biden business mm-hmm. deals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, they're they think that's it, the equivalent of what they're doing to him. Like mm-hmm. they know they're bullshitting about the Hunter Biden stuff. So they think nah, maybe that's what they're doing with him. Maybe I don't have all, all right. the details, but maybe all the details aren't that bad. But in this particular case, he has been so flip yeah. and so dumb about it that a lot of them are angry. This is the one point of anger that I've seen in the, in the Trumpies mm-hmm. around that stuff. And he's trying to throw smoke like that, you know, 1800 boxes in Chinatown, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck he's talking about. It's so weird. <laughs> and, and nobody, and the funny thing is his sources are these weird QAnon accounts and, and they're mm-hmm. so random, like him obviously misreading things mm-hmm. that even his supporters can't chase him down and go see yeah. and try to do their false equivalency. They don't have that out, and it's it makes them mad at him. Right. Yes. It's, I I'm enjoying it. That's interesting. So yes, yeah. do I do I think he could go to jail? I I absolutely do. Yeah. Do I think he would go for a long time? No, I don't. Right. Um, but I do think that the trial itself will be the the sort of the last nail in his legal coffin because all of his supporters will pound sand. Wow. But do you really um, again, think they'll Michael let Jackson cameras? had a bunch of supporters right up to the very end and they came to the courthouse and they cheered him on and all that kind of stuff. Um, still in the general public's view going forward, everybody's like, well, I like his music, but I wish I could divorce <laughs> it from how awful he was. Right. That's that's, you know, that's all they've got left. 
well, not, I, seriously, that dude does not worry me anymore at all. No, he doesn't really worry me in that in the same way that he used to anyway. But do you, do you really think mm. that they would allow uh, cameras in a courtroom with him, though? Um, well, that's the thing is they didn't in this earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 again, these are this is a federal trial. Yeah. Um, so it's the rules are slightly different. Um, and I, you know. It would definitely be the fight, the media fight of the century. Yes, it would. Is oh getting cameras. It would. Yeah. That would be everybody. Like, if there's ever been a public interest <laughs> yeah. and where where murkiness around it, where people don't know the details, mm-hmm. like if people can pretend something happened that didn't right. happen, or yeah. we have issues with like deep fakes and all that kind of stuff, it is very important that people see it all the way through unexpurgated. Yeah. Right. You know, C-SPAN cameras, mm-hmm. the whole deal. Wow. Yeah, that um, is because, that would be amazing, and I, I hope that they do it. I really do because we deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been we've been dealing with this crap yes. for seven years now. Okay, so my my, my last question: and his, followers are, his followers to some degree deserve it because it, you uh, know uh, yes, pulling that mask 100%. off or pulling back the curtain on Oz yes. might be the thing that allows them to finally wake up. Right, so, like I said, some of them won't, but a bunch of them will go. Phew, I don't yeah. know what I was thinking. What do you What do you want to eat for dinner? Like that kind of thing. Right. Um, you've kind of already done this the whole show, but just to see if you could just like encapsulate it in one simple little, you know, ending phrase paragraph is what, what do we have to be hopeful about? Oh, um, I would argue the, as Americans, especially Mm -hmm. the majority of things. And one of the things that you have to look at, like how our government is run and how it might be ill run at times and your concerns about that. Compared to the rest of the world on so many fronts, we're skating through this stuff. Hmm. Um, I mean, it, Argentina basically just fell. It's a, you know, uh, they got 96% inflation or interest rates, mm-hmm. 112% inflation. Like wow. at a certain point, you uh, there's there's a certain, and I hate to use this word because it gets overused and beat to death, but privilege. Yeah in recognizing that you don't have it as bad as you think you do. And there's an act of ego in claiming, you know, that, oh, woe is me in the face of, you know, what's really happening in a post-COVID calamity across the earth as we shift from an old system to a new system Mm -hmm. based on, you know, a lot of the premises that we operated on just did not hold up over time. Mm -hmm. You can't have these just-in-time supply chains like this and not have slavery involved, let's yeah. say, in China. So we're going to have to suck that up. Some stuff's going to be – your H&M shirts are going to be $3 more expensive. Mm-hmm. I think you'll make it. <laughs> and so as you know, as Americans, I, the, the only concern I have is that lack of recognition of what is good and therefore you get into overwhelm. And this mm-hmm. is – I'll I'll explain it in terms of like climate. Mm -hmm. The world climate wise is not going to end ever. And we do play a part Mm -hmm. in, in the health of our environment, the environment that we live in, Mm -hmm. but other life forms on this planet don't give a rat's ass. Mm -hmm. If it gets hot, they prefer it that way. (laughs) And other ones couldn't take it when it went up a little bit, a thousand years ago and they're gone mm-hmm. um the question is how seriously do we take our position mm-hmm. on the planet 
And what I find is that when you talk to Republicans and you talk to conservatives or whatever they want to label themselves, um, uh, my thing is uh, when you're talking about climate with them, you're you're banging your head against the wall. Mm -hmm. When you can talk about pollution and they understand mm -hmm. because it doesn't crest into the outside my range. And we started with me talking about the stoic optimism idea yeah. that anything that's outside of my locus of control, I don't give a shit because I can't. Mm -hmm. And it's a waste of emotions and, and time and focus and energy that I should be dedicating to my family and my friends and my loved ones and my craft and my singing voice and uh, <laughs> in my six pack. Anyways, <laughs> the um, so it's crucial that you don't overwhelm yourself. But a lot of people get into this. You know, we talk about it's how we talk about like uh, shootings. We yeah. get numb to it. Right. People get numb to it or they get desensitized. That's what happens when you overwhelm people with this. So you need to, everybody needs to farm the weeds out of their life that are things they can't control and focus on the things that they can. And if they love an issue, they love an idea, so whether it's the environment or gay rights or women's rights or any of these things, they need to uh, focus, I think, as Democrats, our next, our next phase should be about convincing people that don't wanna be convinced because they can be, they're human beings, just like you, mm -hmm. you know, just like me. They they were just raised in a different place. Instead, you know, they they went to Jesus camp instead of Montessori school. But they're this, you know, and but there, but for the grace of you know, coloring books go I. <laughs> and so you you have to understand that they weren't born mean, idiotic, fearful. Right. They are meeting their needs as best they can in a panicked sense in a world that is overwhelming them with information. And so we need to back away from the information that's outside of our circle mm -hmm. a little bit and focus on the stuff that we can process um, and, and, you know, keep our emotions in check about it as well. And then we'll find where we can be helpful because then that's when you're fully you. That's yeah. when you're when you have all your abilities, your cognitive abilities, your creative abilities available is when you're not breathing in your upper chest and in a fucking panic because, <laughs> oh, my God, that's it. That's it. Like, right. You know, and. And, I, you know, I don't believe there um, – and I guess I'll, I'll end on this. Uh, this. There is no establishment. There is no them. There is no deep state. There is no corporate corporateness. There's no big pharma. There is no giant fucking anything. There's 8 billion people. vast majority of them will wake up every morning trying to do their best. There's a bunch of shit heels out there trying to get their needs met through awful means, and we have to weed them out over time as any period in history has had to do and uh nothing you know in that regard is outside of your control at all hmm. well that's, there is no big force right and i you know i'm 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 glad that i had you on the show today because i've just been freaking out a little bit and you know I, i'm <clears> pretty good at maintaining that optimism i really truly am and then every once yeah. in a while you know, mm -hmm. you, it's like you said, you get well, overwhelmed. Yeah, it stacks. Exactly. Yeah, it stacks. That's okay. And, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong, wrong with that. But you also got to, again, that's like when you forgot to weed your garden. Yeah, exactly. And you walk outside and you go, oh, fuck, man, right. I didn't go out. It's been two weeks. Yeah. And that, and then you and then you put on some gloves and you do it and you're like, okay, we're fine. Yeah. And that's, you know, news-wise, information-wise, mm -hmm. that's what people need to do. I feel like I weed all day. Like, that's you what do. my show is doing. Yes, like, I'm just pulling weeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, so that the real stuff can grow. Yeah. Well, and, and, and um, I would like to just yeah. say that it's important people like you, um, and I'm going to include politics girl in this. 
uh, mm -hmm. do such a good job mm -hmm. of explaining some of the difficult, complicated stuff so that regular people understand. And, you know, I mean, we all like to think we're so smart, but not every, mm -hmm. we don't always know how government works. I mean, a lot of us were learning how government worked because of Donald sure. Trump. And, yeah, yeah, and because, so because he tried to break it. Exactly. And you, you can see that you can see it was stress tested. Yes. And it stood up, by the way. That's the other good news. Yes, it did. It, it made it. It did. Holy shit. <laughs> Worst attack in our lifetime that yeah. didn't come from an external source. Yeah. Uh, you know, and cert and not since the Civil War or the War of 1812. And uh, and I mean, obviously, on the tier of threats in the world, Donald Trump. I I know people want to put him up there with the Genghis Khans and Hitlers and Mussolinis, but quite frankly, he's the he's more like a toll booth operator who won't let you go <laughs> because he's counting the nickels right in front of you. It's a in the scheme of of the life of, of America, you know, he's that guy. We're mm -hmm. all on the road. We're going to keep driving. He can slow us down for a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's not going to change a fucking thing. And he doesn't even understand the route he's on. Yeah. So um, I, I'm never going to fear those people ever, not ever. And that's why I can laugh through it. That's the other thing, you know, is that I can have a, I can enjoy myself and, because. Yeah. And it makes a yeah. difference. It makes a difference for, for all of the, all the rest of us, who are getting overwhelmed and we need mm -hmm. we need people like you to say, all right, let's just take stock. Let's go back and look at everything, you know, clearly. And it really does help. So first of all, I just want to say thank you for that. Aww. And then, <laughs> and of, then course. of course, thank I'm you. For, glad being, to be of service. Well, yes. And we need your service. And thank you for being on the <laughs> podcast. I know you're busy. In fact, you're tra you were traveling today. And when I first yeah. called you, you were in the car. You're not in the car now. But uh, so yeah. thank you for making time to be on the show. I love having you on. And, you know, of course, yeah. everybody out there, um, if you're not already watching, is it Hal Sparks Mega Worldwide? Yes, <laughs> at infotainmentwars.com. That'll take you to the YouTube channel. Um, it's like a must which see. Started inside joke a long time ago. Uh, yeah. And of course, I'm then... at the whiskey tonight. That's why I'm that's why oh, I'm you are? I flew into L.A. this morning oh, to do whiskey. a show tonight at the whiskey. And then I fly back tomorrow because I got my show to do wow. my guest. And it's hard to do the show on the road. So yeah. I try to go back as fast as I uh, as I can. Wow. I at the whiskey. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. OK, so um, before mm -hmm. I start talking about <laughs> how jealous I am, just tell everyone where to find you, all of your socials and stuff like that. I'm at Hal Sparks everywhere okay. uh, that That's matters easy. right now. And then we'll see what the next big round of stuff is, you know, when we all yes. uh, manage to uh, – where, wherever the big migration is after Twitter, yes. the AT. Yes, um, and, <laughs> AT. Uh, um, but up until that, it's at Hal Sparks. And then, of course, infotainmentwars.com will take people to my YouTube YouTube channel. Or you can go to flank.com, F-W-A-N-Q.com. Um, which I got after, uh, you know, Lindell started Frank's speech. <laughs> I started Frank. Um, and that'll take you to my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Hal Sparks. And if you, if you have Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost you a dime to subscribe. Isn't that lovely? Isn't and, that um, lovely? Awesome. Okay, well, then my books are on Amazon. I'm author Kimberly on Twitter, L-E-Y, and then I'm Kimberly Johnson on Spoutable. Thank you so much, Hal. I absolutely adore you. Thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Let me know if you ever need to be talked off a ledge. I'm here. All right. I will. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.